0: 702. The political desk. All right. We're counting down towards November and the U.S. election. It's possibly the most consequential we have ever seen in that country. That's what we said in 2016. But boy, oh boy, is it true this time around to talk about U.S. politics. Uh, we're joined now by uh, Professor John Stramlow, who is, of course, the honorary professor of international relations at Wits University. Always a pleasure to chat to you, sir. Good morning and welcome back to our program.
1: Thank you, Bongani. Good morning to you, too.
0: It's less than 50 days before the Americans elect their next leader. I said in my introduction it's possibly the most consequential election in recent memory.
1: Well, it is, but, you know, it's being defined quite differently in the sense that Donald Trump says it's the most important election in certainly his lifetime because he doesn't want to end up a loser and his polling numbers are really quite weak at the moment, whereas Biden and and Kamala Harris say it's the most important inflection point in the country because they're trying to push for progressive change, and that's very hard to do. When your producer called last night, I I was struck because uh, he said that, well, we'd like to have you talk about uh, Lana Marx and the assassination threat, and we'd like to have you talk about Bahrain and UAE, in the uh... middle east uh, uh... peace process that seems to be unfolding at the white house yesterday what do both of these events have in common they both have in common donald trump's re-election to tell you the truth and so it is then against that context that uh... The, the short-term decisions which are often very complex with a lot of moving parts obscures what you're pushing toward us to think about which is how if you're in donald trump's shoes to get re-elected well you have no foreign policy successes to show for it, so you um, do this Middle East um, uh, conven- exercise of convenience, sells out the Palestinians. But never mind about the Palestinians. Donald Trump doesn't care about them. Makes Israel look good. That helps him too. So therefore, um, he does that. And then, Lana Marks, why is why there's this assassination rumor now? Well, he's two weeks away from a debate with, with, with uh, Joe Biden, and he has no foreign policy to show for But now he can sound tough, and he can raise fears. So that's, I think, the common thread here, Boghani, that you're talking about
0: and it all points to a lack of principle because whether you're talking foreign policy or even uh, his own reaction uh, to really the biggest uh, crisis of this year the co- the coronavirus pandemic uh, first uh, he downplayed it when he knew how bad it was and now he's saying in fact he upplayed it
1: no that that's that's exactly right um but in any either case he didn't know what to do. He's had no background in governance and experience in that, but he wanted the ego satisfaction of being president. And so while you're you're right to to, to point to the Donald Trump issue, which is how do I win this election for me, versus the critical juncture that the nation is at with with fires raging in, in the far west and floods coming in the south, that's climate change. And with the COVID crisis, which is afflicting our country here, too, as well, of course, the globe. But in the U.S., 200,000 people are dead. Donald Trump is not, in his own flawed leadership, dealt with either of these big problems. But Biden and Kamala Harris are promising to tackle them, as Obama tried to do. And that's what leadership's all about. It's for public service. This is all about Trump In his campaign, but it's all about the nation and the other side. I hate to sound partisan, but that's where the divide is right now, and that's why it is for the country and perhaps in some ways for democracy and the world more generally. A critical election in american history and for the world
0: and yet here we are i mean in the us there are still debates about the wearing of masks he himself uh, won't wear them uh, i think it's uh, been seen once or twice wearing masks but generally he doesn't Uh, he's still holding these rallies where there are lots of people in attendance without wearing masks Uh, it's become a political issue and it's just extraordinary to observe
1: well, it's, it's, it's bigger than that, and you're right to draw attention to it because it simplifies our our, our dilemma. And the, and, the, and the dilemma is, are we our brother's keeper? Do we put on a mask not to protect ourselves, but to protect our neighbor because we want them to put on a mask so that they don't spread the virus to us? And that's what it's all about. And Donald Trump cannot conceivably think in those terms because he has no empathy. At least Joe Biden, who suffered and lost his his wife, his child, his favorite son, to cancer, has lived and he's suffered and he understands that you've got to be your brother's keeper if you're going to get ahead in this world. But that is beyond the calculus, I'm afraid, of, 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 the, of the inherited wealth and, and privilege that Donald Trump has had and his preoccupation with bling and superficiality.
0: He is no Mandela. uh, That's very clear to South Africans, to be sure. I'm going to be naughty and ask you two questions and ask you to wrap it up in one answer. Firstly, we know the dangers of anyone but, right? Is Joe Biden, despite your uh, glowing uh, 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 assessment of him, uh, at least in terms of his uh, past, is he necessarily the best candidate for the job or is it a case of anyone but? And can you explain to South Africans who look at what's going on there and think, what on earth explains Trump's enduring popularity with his base?
1: Well, Trump's enduring population with his base is based on fear. What, what Biden does offer is some hope. And all I can say in conclusion is that Biden would not be candidate today if African-Americans did not rally to him in, in, the, in, in the South Carolina primary and turn his candidacy around. He's the only alternative we have to Trump right now, He's got strong African-American support. Who in America has suffered most grievously over the history of that nation? African-Americans. I'm for
0: Biden. All right. We'll leave it there. Professor John Stremlau, the Honorary Professor of International Relations at Wits University.